His death was intentional. He gave himself sacrificially for you and for me. The death that Jesus died was no ordinary death. It was amazing. First Corinthians chapter number 11. We'll be reading from verse 23 to verse 26. And if you have that passage, would you stand to your feet with me? We'll read it all together. Tonight we're going to be talking about the Lord's death. That's very important that we understand something about the Lord's death. So let's begin now in verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, help us to understand by faith what the death of Jesus was all about. Please grip our hearts, we pray, with the seriousness of the death of the Son of God on the cross of Calvary and how that relates to our lives now. And so bless us, each and every one. Prepare our hearts for the table. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Many years ago, I was attempting to do a a little job for a food bank and they wanted a couple of locks put on a couple of freezers they were a hasp or clasp kind of locks that fell down and there was a ring and you put a, a padlock in there to hold the secure the freezer lid and so I did one of them for for them drilled the holes put in the screws and everything went fine I went to the second one and drilled the holes. The last hole I drilled, I hit a pipe. No more freezer. I was dumbfounded. I was discouraged. I felt this big. And I, I went to the, the young lady who was sort of in charge. And I apologized to her, and I, t- I told her, I'm so sorry that I've killed your freezer. And she looked at me, and she said, well, that's all right. She said, death is part of life. And it actually comforted me a little. I still felt foolish for having done what I did. Uh, but it's uh, something I didn't forget. And you know she's not half wrong because death is very common. Every year, over 60 million people die. Every year. So if you do the math, 
That means every day in a 24-hour period, 166,000 people die. Between yesterday and today, 166,000 people worldwide have died. If you do the math, that's 6,930 people every hour that die. That's almost 7,000 people. These are rough, approximate figures. If you do the math, that's 116 people every minute. Every minute, 116 people are dying. And if you do the math, that's almost two people per second. Every second, two people die. All over the world. Well, tonight I'd like to discuss death and how it relates to Jesus' death because Jesus died. There's actually a lot of ways to die. There was a popular TV program on a few years ago called A Thousand Ways to Die. And it featured all these bizarre ways in which people have died. But if you stand back and look at it all, you realize that they all fall into one of three categories. There's three basic different ways in which people die. And the first way, the first category, is what we would call natural. Natural death. Now that would include old age. Hmm? Guy got so old he died. How did he die? What did he die of? Too many birthdays. <laughs> I got that one from Brother Rob. <laughs> Too many birthdays, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the old age. Hmm? Guy's up in his 80s, in his 90s, or he manages to make it to 100, and one day he dies. Well, we're not too shocked. We're not too surprised. We knew it was coming, right? Because we're mortal beings. We get old and we die. Another way, uh, in the natural, in the natural way, would be uh, disease. That's a part of natural. You get some kind of disease. There was an actress uh, uh, in, the, in the news just, what, a couple weeks ago, and she was still in her 40s, I think 45, 47, something like that, a popular actress. She died of cancer. She got cancer. A lot of people have died of cancer. How many know someone who's died of cancer? Raise your hand. Wow, look at all the hands. That's a lot. Cancer is a killer, isn't it? There are a lot of different diseases that people can, can die from. Um, I don't know how ac accurate this figure is, but I, I read where 20 million people every year die of disease. So out of the 60 million, one-third of them are dying from diseases. Um, another natural cause of death is um, not a disease you pick up in life, but a disease that you're born with. And some people have been born with the AIDS virus. Now, it's sad, but it's considered part of normal, natural death. The idea being that it's root, it runs a routine course in this life. So that's the first category, basic category, is we would call natural death. Um, the second 
basic category is what we would call accidental. Accidental death. So you have natural death, then you have accidental death. Now, accidental is not normal. It's, it's unexpected. You didn't see it coming. Um, an example of that might be a man with a disease and he coughs just as you're walking by. And ooh, you get the disease. Well, that was an accident. Didn't see that coming. And you get the disease. Another, um, another way that people die is they uh, fall off a cliff. Now, that's an accident. You know, it still saddens me. It was just a couple years ago, a young Chinese man in China, young guy with his whole life ahead of him, but he was a daredevil, and he wanted to become popular, very famous, taking selfies of himself, hanging from towers thousands of feet in the air. And there's this one last one he, he took, had his camera set up, and he went and he climbed over the side of this building, and I think it was 50 stories high or something insane, and he was hanging there, and he was doing chin-ups, and then all of a sudden he lost all his strength, and the camera showed him fall. That was the end of him. Well, there's an accident. He sure wasn't... Uh... Now, of course, he was playing with fire, but there was still an accident. Uh, another person, a famous movie star, was practicing with a gun. You know who I'm talking about? And the gun went off and killed a young lady who I believe was the director or she had some position there on the movie studio. The bullet went in and killed her. Boy, that was an accident. A big court case over that. Hmm? Still ongoing. That was an accident. Um, of course, then there are acts of physics where, for example, a furnace blows up. Hmm? Boom. And that's how someone dies. Or lightning strikes. Or perhaps a wild animal attacks them. So, this would be like an act of nature, I suppose. But all these are considered accidents. Accidental. Accidental. A man is walking and steps on a, a rake, and the rake comes up, hits him, bang. When I was in Bible college, I heard about a young man. Well, I think he was a young man. He's in his 40s. Um, and he had a chainsaw, and he was cutting down a tree in the forest. He never came home. And so they went out looking for him. They found him. What happened was he had an accident as he was cutting this this uh, tree down with his chainsaw, it, it sort of cracked and whipped up and caught him under the chin. He never knew what hit him. Killed him instantly. Snapped his neck. Everything just... He died. Boy, there's an accident. So we have two basic categories. What's the first category of, of death? Natural. Natural death. What's the second category? Accidental. Now the third category. Any idea what that would be? The opposite of accidental. Deliberate or intentional. Intentional. 
So we have natural, old age-like. We have accidental, cutting a tree down with your chainsaw. Hey, I knew a Christian man years and years ago here in Surrey, and he was an arborist. means that he would cut down trees and things. And he used to come to our church on and off, and he was a nice fellow. His name was Joe. He had a dog. He called it Bear, B-E-A-R, Bear. And that's what it was. It was a, a big, ornery dog. And, you know, it would be all over you. But he loved it. And he would uh, cut trees, and that was how he made a living. And he was up a tree once, and his helper was down below. He'd cut the branches, and the helper would gather up the branches. And as he was using his chainsaw, it kicked back at him and cut him right on the jugular. A chainsaw. And he fell back. He was wearing his harness, and he was upside down, and within seconds he bled to death. I conducted his funeral. Joe's in heaven. Well, that's an accidental way to go, isn't it? But this third way, intentional, purposed, thought through. It wasn't an accident. There was some deliberation here. Of course, murder is the first one that comes to mind. When a man murders someone else, that man from uh, Palm City, Florida, in uh, southwestern Kentucky who went back into the Best Western where he was staying and pulled out his handgun and just started shooting, my guess is that was very intentional. He was angry, and he wanted to vent his anger. Boy, there's been a lot of that kind of thing happen. School shootings, mass shootings. In one week, there were 32 mass shootings in the United States. In one week. Imagine that. Suicide is another intentional way of dying. If you've ever thought of committing suicide, I think you're normal. I think that 99% of people everywhere, at some point, think, what would it be like? Maybe this world would be better off without me. The longer you live, the more chance there is that that thought is going to occur to you. Now, Probably the devil put it there. I don't think Jesus put that thought there. Probably the devil was behind that one. But that is a pretty common thing. But not everyone that thinks about suicide actually commits suicide. I've read a statistic that the successful suicide is after three to five attempts. That's what I've read. I'm not an expert on the subject. There are a few suicides in the Bible, and every one of them is sad. They're all sad. It's not God's will, folks. But a suicide, perhaps an overdose. Um, some people commit suicide by getting policemen to shoot them. It's called death by policemen. What a crazy notion, and yet that's what some people do. They want to die. And so they go and they act like a maniac in public, and the police shoot them. That's exactly what they wanted. That's sad. Hanging. Bombing. The suicide bomber. Poison. All kinds of ways of suicide. 
Intentional. This is the third category. Murder, suicide. Execution is an intentional way of dying. Now that happens in war, wartime, and you know the death penalty and things like that. Um, then, of course, you have the direct judgment of God. In the book of Acts in the New Testament, Acts chapter 12, Herod was a nasty fellow. He, oh, he was a wicked guy. And God judged him and killed him in Acts chapter 12. And you can read about that later. The Bible says he was eaten of worms. How about that for a judgment? Hmm? Oof, that sounds creepy. But that's something that God does. That's not anything that we're supposed to do to someone. Hmm? And then there's an interesting one under intentional. And that's where you give your life to save someone else. And that is sacrificial. You've got a, an example of that in Romans chapter 5, verse 7. The Apostle Paul talks about uh, one person sacrificing their life for someone else. And we hear about that sort of thing happening. Of course, the presidents, the monarchs, the prime ministers, they're protected with bodyguards. And the job of the bodyguard is to protect you know, the, the king or the prime minister or the president. And so if there's an assassin, someone with a gun, they'll shield the man or the woman with their own body. That's a sacrificial way of dying. Now we consider the death that Jesus died and we have to rule out category number one. Jesus did not die through natural causes. Did he? He was how old? Anyone know? 33. Doesn't sound like an old man to me. Boy, I wish I was 33 again. Man, they say, actually, uh, when you hit 30, you know, <laughs> the big gong goes off in the background somewhere and life changes after 30. Well, yeah, I'd still rather that than some of the gong that I've heard after 60. So I, I'd love to be 33 again. Wow, I would. In fact, I was 33 when my son Jonathan was born, come to think of it. And that's how I remember uh, the, uh, the, the... No, wait, no, I was 30. What am I talking about? I don't even know. Never mind. I know I have a son, Jonathan. Okay. Yeah, actually, I'm 30 years older than him. That's right. So... Jesus' death was not by natural causes. So, he didn't get on the cross and die of old age. Okay, agreed? Yes? Lightning? Sorry, he didn't starve to death on the cross. Okay? He didn't have some disease and die of, of some disease on the cross. We can rule out category number one. Jesus did not die by natural means. Category number two, accidental means. Jesus' death on the cross was not an accident. He didn't get up on the cross and then accidentally die. Not at all. He didn't fall off the cross and hit his head and die. The cross didn't fall on him and crush him and he died. And of course, lightning didn't strike him while he was on the cross or wild animals didn't attack him or something. There was no accident in his death. No. Christ's death 
was intentional. It falls under category number three. But it was not suicide. He did not intentionally go to the cross just for the purpose of dying, for, to, you know, to, to end his misery, to end life. It was not suicide. Jesus was not murdered by someone else, nor was he actually, listen carefully, he wasn't even actually executed by the Roman government. Yes, they're the ones who nailed him to the cross, but they didn't really execute him. Jesus was not killed as a direct judgment of God, although he did bear sin's penalty. Jesus' death was intentional and it was sacrificial. Just like we said in the third category of intentional death, the last thing we mentioned was sacrificial, where one person gives their life for someone else. That is the death Christ died. He gave up His own life on the cross. And I want you to see this. Turn in your Bible to the Gospel of John, chapter number 19. John chapter 19. And the Bible is very precise. John chapter 19. And I'd like you to read one verse. And that's verse number 30. And we'll read it together. But at this point, Jesus had finished paying what you and I owe in hell. He shed His blood. And this is now done. And so, verse 30. Read it out loud with me now. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, He said, It is finished. And He bowed His head and gave up the ghost. This was an intentional act on Jesus' part. You'll often see this expression in the Bible. When someone dies, they gave up the ghost. Remember, we are a triad. We are body, soul, and spirit. The spirit, call it an angel if you will, but it's an angelic being from God sent to us at the moment of inception. When we first, in our mummy's tummy, when we conception is made and we become a, you know, a real living entity, that spirit animates that flesh. Even though it's so microscopic, you need a microscope to see us. When the egg is fertilized, there is a spirit given. We are body, we are soul, and spirit. And it's the spirit that makes the bones grow. It's the spirit that forms us in, in the womb. It's the spirit that gives us physical animation and life. Scientists will never, ever be able to duplicate life because life requires a spirit and only God has them. And He gives them at conception and He takes them back at death teaches us that in the Bible. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. We'll look at that another time. Body, soul, and spirit. The spirit is sometimes called the ghost. Spirit, ghost, same entity, just two different aspects of the same entity. 
When we die, we give up the ghost. So that spirit part of us is gone. The flesh is no longer animated. It's dead. But the soul, the real person, if it's saved, it goes to heaven. If it's lost, it goes to hell. Now, we don't know all of the details of that process. Perhaps we linger in the body for a little bit. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. There are some things not revealed in Scripture. But we do know the lost soul goes to hell, the saved soul goes to heaven. That's why we implore people to be saved. Be saved. Be ye saved. Very important. Um, The Lord Jesus when he received the vinegar, because he said, I thirst. And they didn't give him nice water. They didn't give him nice grape juice. They gave him vinegar. Have you ever tasted vinegar? Yeah. How many here have tasted a sip of vinegar? Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, it's, boy, it sets your teeth on edge and it sends cold shivers and it just, you know, why did you do that? That's how they treated the Savior. They gave him vinegar. And he tasted it. And it said, when he received it, he said, it is finished. You remember there's a Greek word there that means paid in full. It's all done. It is finished. The atonement, the work he set out to do, dying on the cross for our sins, it was now finished. That work was finished. But then look what it says. He bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Is that what your Bible says? Yes or no? Yes or no? He bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Does your Bible say he gave up the ghost and bowed his head? Yes or no? Does your Bible say he bowed his head and gave up the ghost? Yes. There's no accident. People in their last moments of death, their last moments of life, I should say, they'll always lift their head up they lift their head up for that last breath. It's, it's natural impulse. They lift their head up, and then they give up the ghost, and they die. But here, Jesus bowed his head and gave up the ghost. It's as if he dismissed his spirit. He said, you can go to heaven now. He bowed his head, and he gave up the ghost. He had power over life. He had power over death. The Lord Jesus was still in control here on the cross. His death was intentional. He gave Himself sacrificially for you and for me. The death that Jesus died was no ordinary death. It was amazing. And when the work was finished, it's like He said, okay, it's all done now. We're done. And He bowed His head and He said to His Spirit, Okay, you can go to heaven now. Thank you. Thank you for your good service. These 33 years, you can go. And he gave up the ghost. And he died. Boy, that puts a new light on things, doesn't it? The death that Jesus died. Many people back then, 2,000 years ago, would have thought, uh, who, who died? Jesus? Who's he? Uh, another guy on the cross. Ah, just another guy. Who knows? Who knows? There's all kinds of weirdos claiming to be this, that, and the other thing. He's just one more, and he's dead. All right, good. Next, there are people who 
think that way about Jesus then and they think that way now, some of them. But Jesus paid for our sins on the cross. He died of his own volition. He was in control. His earthly work in the flesh was finished. And when the price was paid, he gave up his life. Jesus died for us. We are to live for him. Doesn't that make sense? What he did for us, now we need to do for him. We need to live for him. I'd like to ask you tonight, how is your life and service as a Christian for the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you proud of your life and of your service? Could you go to heaven right now and stand before the Lord and have Him examine your life? And Oh, I, I know you're not perfect. None of us are. But have you lived a life of faithful service for your King, the One who died for you? That's a good question. Your life right now, listen carefully, your life for Jesus, living for Jesus, is it what we might classify as natural? Your Christian life, could we classify that under the category of natural, resembling what is thought to be normal in this world? Well, here's a man, he claims to be a Christian. Don't read the Bible too much. Don't go to church too much. Don't give too much money to Christian causes because people will think you're weird. You don't want to be a weirdo, do you? No, no. Be natural. Be normal. Blend in. Don't tell people about Jesus. Don't do that. Don't bow your head in a restaurant and pray before you eat. People are going to look at you and think you're some kind of religious nut. Don't do that. You see, this is under the category of what we would call natural. Then there's the category of what we call accidental. <laughs> is your Christian life an accident? Did you somehow accidentally put up your hand and volunteer when you didn't really mean to? Now you've got to do some service for Jesus. You didn't really intend to, but it was an accident. Maybe your wife put your name down on the list. What would she do that for? I had no control over that one. Boy, that's an accident. Is that how you live your life for the one who died for you? Or is your Christian life in the category we would call intentional? Is it intentional? Are you intentionally living for Jesus Getting up in the morning and intentionally spending time with Him in the prayer closet. And then going to wherever it is you go, to school or to work, or wherever it is, and you are living for Jesus a life that is true. Striving to please Him in all that you do. Is your Christian life intentional? That's a good question. Well, many of you came forward on the invitation a few weeks ago when we had Consecration Sunday. Well, that's a month ago, isn't it? A lot of water's gone by under the bridge. Are you still consecrated to Jesus? You know what we need to do? We need to bow our heads in prayer.
We need to ask the Lord to search our hearts and see if there be something there that shouldn't be there. I'd like to encourage you to do that. Thank you for watching the message today. We invite you to join us again every Sunday and Wednesday for more inspiring messages from God's Word. Thank you.